Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Ladies and gentlemen, what's that? Uh, 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 I usually uh, do it. Uh, 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 go. Ready? Go. No, I'm waiting for you. You sounded like you were really into it. Welcome to Shooting the Gap. Uh, training uh, camp uh, edition. Uh, 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 <laughs> because uh. we went to training camp. So, now it's official. It is official. Um, I want to say, first and foremost, Alden Smith is a fucking cunt and he's an idiot. So we're going to just let that be known. Um, sorry, dude, you're screwed. I'm, I'm glad that the North 49ers have said they're going to step up for you. You know, they cut you, but they also said they're not going to leave you alone. They're going to see you through this process. They're going to help you out with uh, your th third DUI in three and a half years, um, let alone from the felony <laughs> charges of, of weapons, uh, semi-automatic weapons and automatic weapons, and also the... Screaming out a bomb threat in an airport uh, about a year and a half ago. Forgot about that. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah, Jeff um, Gordon's a murderer. Oh, that's old news. <laughs> it's not even new news. Alden Smith was cut. Uh, you're a moron. Go ahead. Bye. Good luck. Uh, shame because he has at least physical stature and he's enough to... He could have made at least a million dollars a year in this league. Well, he's a talent. He has 45 sacks in he's, 50 games. He's got he's the, a talent. Oh, yeah. He, well, I mean, without the shit, he's a $8-9 million dollar a year player. pass rush. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. without that, it's it's like all this idiotic crap he's doing, it's retarded the amount of money it's going to cost him. Yeah, he's screwed for a long time. I mean, he got a, a relatively, I mean, like a rookie signing contract a while ago. Um, he hasn't been given much anything since then, just... He's been just suspended last last year. What nine games? Nine ten games? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's a talent, but he is not going to be playing football anytime soon. So let's switch let's switch over to the good side and talk about someone who plays his position. Ryan Silva. I want to ask you, how good is Von Miller going to be this year? Oh, Von Miller looks so beastly out there today. He looked so beastly. We saw him come off. A little early on an on an offsides, right. yeah. and right after that, it was because we we're all ooh Vaughn, and I was like, oh Vaughn, yeah. Uh, and then he put Ryan Harris on freaking roller skates and shoved him on the very next play, like he, he bullied him. He did. He had it been a had it been a, had it been a, a regular game, a regular season game, he'd have put him on his back and then sat the quarterback. <laughs> it was it was mean, dude. He got under him and. And like you said, he was on roller skates, and and he's making Ryan Harris's life hell, which is only good for for Ryan Harrison, the Denver Broncos offensive line. But he looks so fucking good right now. He is all over the field, and I agree that the energy is infectious when it comes to Von Miller. And and not only that, uh, I mean the the attitude, the energy, and what's being brought out is, is it, it's incredible. I was I saw him more than I saw Shane Ray. I couldn't even find Shane Ray because I was looking at Von Miller. Like, wow, that guy looks like a stud. What about, I mean, that that's the defensive side of the ball is kind of controlling training camp right now, controlling practice. They got music playing, which would have never flown before, but John Fox let Peyton Manning do what he wants to do offense or, you know, team at that point. The defense as a whole looks on another level. 
the defense looked tremendous today, and it wasn't Ooh. it wasn't just Von Miller. Oh no, it was uh, T.J. Ward looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talib got a couple picks. Talib got some picks. He was he was picking Peyton. He was picking. Peyton. He was in the he was in DT's back pocket. They were he's definitely feeling the snub of the top one hundred. Yep. Uh, Chris Harris wasn't playing today. Wasn't not, playing, not just injured, resting. Just, just chilling. Just resting. Uh, Same with Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders precautionary rest because he came up Gimpy about two days ago. Before, yeah. So mm-hmm. this just precautionary. You don't want your fast wide receiver to. No, if you feel it, if you feel a twinge, hammy. sit up a little bit. <laughs> sit just, up a little bit. You just hang out, dude. You're fine. We, but but no, the, the the defensive level. I remember like watching a little bit with you, and, and you looked at me and you said, "Well, I'm not worried about the middle of our defense right now." And the way that it looked, I wasn't either. I'm like, God, there's we got our our offensive line is is. Building right now, so that's going to be a problem, I think, initially. But they're all over it. I mean, we're going to go against teams and 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 get in the backfield. We had Vance, what's that guy's name? The the big guy from fucking Kansas City, Vance Walker, Ant, Antoine Smith, Antonio Smith, the kid from uh, Oakland, and obviously Sylvester Williams filling in. And they were they were just another thing, dude. Just they were they were filling in, run plays, doing the thing, coming out, taking their helmets off, taking a knee because they were working. Because they were working. Sylvester Williams looked really good. I was watching him a handful of times. He looked like he was doing really well. Now, a lot of this, I'm not sure. Because a lot of this, at the end of practice, after practice was over, mm-hmm. you saw Rick Dennison so pissed. <laughs> he was fucking pissed at that line. He was an offensive line that we talked about. Mm-hmm. This. He was an offensive line. We broke down his whole match. chronological <laughs> order as far as the coaching that he did with the Denver Broncos. And but you know, he was pissed at that offensive line. They worked after practice. They worked another twenty minutes on the field about getting off the ball. It was, and it was clear that they were not getting off snap off snaps. Ben Garland looked slow. Yeah, because they were getting beat. Ben Garland looked slow yeah. getting out of his stance. A lot of guys looked slow getting out, and he. He was pissed, and he made sure that after practice, what they worked on was getting out. Getting out after and hike. finishing. It was like, hut, run! And he was screaming, you run up! Because it's the that's the old drill offensive line do. You fire out, you run five yards, and then the ball gets put out ten yards farther from where you're out, and you got to run to that ball, line up again, do it all over again. Sprint, 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 stop, sprint, 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 stop. I am, like, we went to Fox's camps. Like, last year we couldn't. We only got to go to the ones that we did. Nobody yelling at nobody at John Fox's football camps, dude. No Broncos being held accountable for for shitty practices. That was that was like you and me like high fived on that. We're like yeah, get him, get him. Kubiak's out there also working working the offense. He's not like Fox's training camps where John Fox hung out in the middle of the field with Pat Boland and John Elway and corporate just America sat dude. there and. Kind of look things over a little bit, but pretty much the coordinators in the in the uh, yeah Adam Gase and, and and fucking Del Rio would be doing their thing, and John Fox would be walking around campaigning, yeah. <laughs> He's walking around it's, being a politician, basically. And and it's it's so much different of a look in training camp. They actually look like they're working their asses off. Now we heard DT say talking about just last week. Gonzo was known for saying he can't throw the fucking ball 50 and 60 yards. It was almost like fate was like, well, shut up. Because DT came out for some reason. DT and Manuel Sanders out of nowhere were like, oh, yeah, he's throwing like 50 and 60 yard passes. I was like, 
Really? Okay. okay. <laughs> I wish I could. Can't wait to go see I it. I hope I go to training camp and I see these 50 and 60 yard passes because. I gotta say that when we went to training camp today, he didn't throw a pass over 30 yards. Yeah. But it was what they were working on. We we talked about it. They were working play action passing. Short it was, play action. It was runs and, and the plays off of the play action. I think that's a, another reason why the defense had such a good day, um, because they they got you know well they're running play actions or they're running runs, so they're able to sneak a little bit more than they normally would when you come up against a Peyton Manning led offense. And no matter what happens with what the play calling is or the or the uh, the formations and whatnot, Peyton's going to come out and yell shit at the line of scrimmage and throw everybody off. That is not going to stop. So they, they had an upper hand today knowing and then just seeing drills going, oh, they're working play action today. Well, and also when getting the I'm not, I'm not necessarily super worried about, I'm a little worried about the protection that the line's getting. Uh, giving. I'm a little worried about the run blocking. Not terribly worried because that is a zone blocking scheme and the good thing about that is if you're not a very good line, zone blocking is great for that shit. It helps eliminate so, problems with bad blockers. Um, so that's good as far as the running game. Passing game, I'm a little more worried. Well, I think we're going to struggle a little bit early on trying to figure out a rhythm passing. So I don't be surprised if you see guys getting to Peyton Manning early. I think I think the, our, what our, our, our obstacle is going to be our offense initially because today what I saw is our defense is ready. I mean, I don't want to throw them out there week one. I don't even think they got the starters out there completely. I mean, but they got an idea, and CHJ is sitting on the sidelines doing his deal, not even out there, while Roby gets a lot of work, and Roby played fucking good today, too. Roby had a lot of good plays. He, he had a couple. There's a, a, our boy Norwood lit him up on that one play. You saw him. I've been talking Norwood for Left, two years broke now. His, broke yeah. his damn ankles he, in the end zone. He did that right in front of us. He's looking at us. And we're looking at him like he's coming towards us in the end zone, and he does a just like leaves him in the dirt, dude. But it's a lot quicker than the noises I just made. It was quicker than that, and just wide open, wide open pass. It was a bad, bad Eddie Murphy movie. I don't know that movie, but it was Norbit. I love Jordan Norwood. I love Jordan Norwood. Watching this kid last season, I was heartbroken when he had the injury. I love this kid. He's gonna be on our team. Barring anything terrible, he will be on our team. I look at Bubba. Very good. I wonder if Bubba's going to make this team. And I'm talking about Andre Caldwell. I'm Tom. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, Bubba looked like he didn't drop a pass, as far as I can tell. I didn't see Bubba drop a pass, so that's good. Because right now his biggest thing is he's the line guy. He is he's the line the speed guy. He is he's your like. Okay, DT, you need a break. We're going to put Bubba in for a second. And most of the time last year when that happened, he sort of just kind of was there. Like, there was that He'd no just be way. out there. There was no attempt to get What happens with him is it, it happened last year. In the first two games, he had two touchdowns. They didn't touch the ball again that I can remember, <laughs> at least in anything that was important. Nothing significant. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, only, only when it was backup, backup city and they're having DT sit on the fucking bench. But I like... The idea of all the mixture of different players we can put at wide receiver right now. I think we are so good at wide receiver. We have a this lot of talent is, at wide receiver. It's talented wide receivers too. Our it's, not, it's not just fast guys. Like mm. all these guys can catch. Bubba can catch. Bubba's making good catches. I was watching him. He was making catches. Hmm? The, the kid Norwood was, was making, making Jordan Taylor. The kid was making catches. The, the other rookie, the big big rookie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got, I mean, the the team is just, uh, what is, uh, Solomon Patton. 
That's the that's the guy that's the kid from Florida. That's the guy we we brought him on for special teams work, but he's out there making plays with the seconds and threes. He's he looks pretty good. I think he's mm-hmm. gonna have a pretty good preseason. Um, I will. I don't know. If, I don't know if we're. I think we're too deep. I think we're, we're way go, deep at receiver. We're yeah. gonna go five. He's probably gonna get flipped over to the practice squad. Well, yeah, we, we talked about that last week, and then we went and saw it today. And I mean, I'm thinking Jordan and there's Jordan Norwood, and they're still talking about this Jordan Taylor kid. They really are a lot talking about that guy. But the big the the big name out and big name I use that just because he's been with us for a few years is it's gonna be Andre Caldwell. I I believe that. I mean, it, I didn't think he'd make the team last year. I I really didn't. And had Jordan Norwood been healthy, he might not have made the football team last year. Bubba's a a nice guy. He's a straight line runner. He's a bulky guy. He's not that good of an NFL wide receiver. Not not. He's not. We have better guys on. He's not a number three. We can't keep him at four and five. When we have. He's other a. Talent. He's a number three on at the best on every team. Like Jacksonville. I, I don't think. I don't think. I think he's. He a wasn't number, a number three on this team. I, I. I mean, like I said, like at best, he's at best. Oh, number, okay. It, his at, top shelf his, is a three yeah, wide receiver. Okay. I, I don't see anything. I don't see him being a number two on any other team either. Like that team would have to be shitty. Shitty. He's a for nice him guy. To be a number two. He's, he's a, a good guy. But I'm down with that, but. He's a good. He's, he's a good guy. He doesn't doesn't do anything crazy. Doesn't huh? doesn't like Peyton likes to have like his receivers run three routes. I really believe that since watching this team, and and Bubba runs a really nice fade up the sideline. He's good here. He's big enough to where if they get their hands on him, he'll knock him off, fight him off, and get open. And Peyton, like we saw that today. God damn it, that dude just throws the ball before a dude's even making his cut and knows where that fucking ball's supposed to go. That's where he's heads above, like, most people. But Bubba's going to have to be the odd man. Um, Chris Harris Jr. out. I was noticing Lorenzo Doss and Tyree Nixon. Was Lorenzo Doss 37? That was 37. Exactly. Made some plays today. He was making some plays. Yes, he did. Um, but they were working those two guys today. Those uh-huh. guys were getting worked. We on got to see the one-on-one receivers right in front of us against the, the against the defensive backs. The one-on-one drills. So yeah. those two were really big part of those drills. They, they were, were doing. Uh, they were getting in a lot of work today. So it's clear that to me that Kubiak is his intent, his plan is to actually evaluate talent and actually put players on this team. For the purposes of making the team better, not playing favorites, not playing favorites on the contracts. On my guess, draft. On my my guess is is Elway and Kubiak know each other really well. Well, we, that's he, not a guess. That's, that's something we know. It's, it's <laughs> they know each other. They know each other. I mean, work together for like mm. twenty five years. Roommates, so. man. Like you got the backup quarterback, the head, the lead quarterback, and then. <laughs> Backup quarterback retires and becomes the head, the starting quarterback's offensive coordinator and quarterback. Coach. I mean, I mean they, it's, worked. It's, they worked. They, they've been they've been friends and everything. So my guess is is there's not. Elway's pretty much said free reign, dude. Mm-hmm. This is your team. He never said that with Fox, and you can tell because his fingerprints are all over a lot of bad draft picks and that shit. I don't think you're gonna see that now. I I, I agree. I think it's good to have Kubiak here because I think he's a better. Evaluator of talent. Uh, I, totally I think he did. got he he that Texans team wasn't very good when 
he got a hold of it, and he actually made it better with positions and talent that mm-hmm. he drafted. He, he made Matt Schaub a, a competent quarterback for a good four or five years. I mean, Schaub showed up in Atlanta and looked good, and he was really their only option. Well, it, it was the it was, was the decent. it was the Michael Vick thing. They they, yeah. they took away the the big right arm quarterback. He's six four, you know, and, and he's behind a Michael Vick who is a different type style of quarterback. But he looks like a pocket passer who can move enough and work within the pocket and outside the pocket that we can get him. And they did, and he made him a good quarterback. He made him a good quarterback. Matt Schaub kicked our ass a few years ago in this in Denver in Denver at stadium. With a defense that was still really good, mm-hmm. with with our best defense since Manny's been here, so I, I, I my faith in in what he's going to do with developing our talent is very high, especially seeing these practices. I completely agree with you. The days of being on the team because you got drafted by the team are over. There's a lot of people competing for spots. Period. But Ronnie Hillman, he's huge. Like what we talked today. He's in there with the threes, but if he has a shit camp, he's gone. They're not going to keep him around because that's not his kind of running back unless he shows differently. He'd much rather have Jawan Thompson as a three than Ronnie Hillman who can't hit the hole and be Jawan searched He's also built more like Stevie Johnson and uh, all, the, all the guys that they've been uh, – that Houston has been used mm-hmm. to throwing in there at running back. You know, the Stevie Johnson big, but he can hit the hole and – Really move downfield like kind of guys like he can run the ball. He can run the shit out of the ball. He's not like it was talked about like two weeks ago when when you guys said Jawan and someone called him dynamic. I kind of laughed at that because he's not gonna run for a forty yard touchdown, but he'll get you twenty yards. He'll get you that. He'll go through like five guys to hmm? do it. He'll, he's a bowling ball, but he'll stop quick. But if that's what you want, that's what you want, and I'll be all about it. Because if Hillman is not gonna hit a hole and go forward. He's not going to make this fucking team. We don't run a five wide that much anymore. We don't run four wide with a tight end, three wide with two tight end, or one tight end and a running back. We're going to run those formations as much as we have before. He won't be useful. So he better have a good camp. I saw that today. Like, he ain't doing too much. And when you're talking about coaches coaching him up, he walked off the field and Kubiak grabbed him, said something to him, went, went back. Like, it's it's on for him. Like, that's, that's just one of the guys I know. Him and... Him and Bubba Caldwell are are riding that deal. And I would have said Tony Carter, too, but Tony Carter made some plays today. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, Tony Carter, who, uh, he's one of those frustrating guys yeah. because he'll make really stupid plays, but then he'll, he's talented. You can he's see his physical talent. Huh? We didn't think he'd make the team last year. We called it. We definitely were wrong We said about he that. would be somebody who wouldn't make the team, but he went out there during preseason games and he made plays. some plays. He's making plays in preseason, so he needs. I to think train. right after we said that he was going to get cut in the next game, <laughs> he made like two picks. We're like, well, Tony Carter's not getting cut. <laughs> Maybe he's going to make it. He he listens to our show, Doug. Okay, good for him. We think. So we think he does. Um, we hope they all pick like one podcast. Did, did we did we talk about the the new facilities yet? Not yet. Let's talk about the new. Holy facilities. shit! The new facilities are gorgeous. It is nice. So, like driving up to that, you're like, I'm looking at a state of an a state of the art. Now, is this in uh, Dove or is it's this Dove? Dove. Yeah. Same. They yeah. just built upon it. Yeah. They just totally indoor facility. Twenty five chefs cooking meals in there. Like it's everywhere. Every corner you turn, there's an iPad in the wall type shit. This is state of the art. Every other training facility is going to copy what the Denver Broncos have done. 
amazing, beautiful. And then you get to where you go as a fan, and it's the same shit. There's no fucking shade for anybody. Like, they sit you east, staring at the sun. In Denver, Colorado, put at 10 o'clock in the morning, put you on the west staring side. that way is murder. How, and I'll say this before before you, before you uh, give me your, your words on this as well. They gave us at least a tent where you could go and be shady. Back in the day, two years ago, <laughs> if you wanted to go get shade, you had to go to your car and turn it on and hope you didn't pass out or die in your car. Or there before was, you got there. Or get the little spots of trees that everyone else was already hiding in. They take down all the trees now. All, all the trees are gone. All the trees are gone. All the trees are gone. It's just sun beating down on you except for this one little area like you're at the Warp Tour and you want to go get some water. Little canopy. So tent. it's like the NFL equivalent of the Lorax. Sure. Well, um, yeah. Chopping down trees. It's, yeah, uh, about a 20 by 20 tent uh, with water. Um, benches. Benches. Not too many. But... It, but don't worry, the VIPs, the VIPs have plenty of shade. That's All of Manning and his friends and everyone else has plenty of shade. But as common folk who call these people amazing humans, class acts, don't. And we don't get water and anyone spraying water in our face. We get some guy saying, get your foot off the white line. And when you grab your five-year-old nephew, like, he's serious. <laughs> Get off the line. <laughs> Sorry, Blake. He's not happy with you being on the line. I'm trying to play that cool. I think I played that pretty cool for the yeah. most part right now. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, they face you east. They put you on the west side of the field. Face you east. Kind of sucks. Really feel like they should add some kind of shade... Something. Somehow, maybe... They don't care about you, your serfs. Apparently not. We are the people who built that facility, I would say. It was like a bad joke. Wow, we your were because the cloud, sorry, your wallets. The cloud cover was there. It was really nice. Early like, in the morning. We're like, oh man, if this shit sticks around, we'll be good. Sit down. Gone. Two minutes later, it's like... <sighs> and there's no one walking up and down selling waters. No one's selling beer. No one's selling hot dogs. You just got to sit there and sweat. It's the same deal, but it was a lot of fun. I was glad to be there today, but fuck, it was hot. <laughs> Facilities are awesome if you're Not facilitating. They're not facilitating, no. And At I, all. I was like, I heard, oh, concessions and all this. I felt like there would be like a different kind of atmosphere, almost like a... In the game atmosphere, but not you know, no, a little more lax than that. But it's I, not. Can I ask a question? Why didn't you go back to the iPod 12 gourmet cook area? Because that's not where they're playing. That's not where they're training. Yes, but when you that's need, not for us. Stop sitting down to pee, James. That's because I'm hot. <laughs> No, it's not. It's because it's out of your vagina. Um, I can hear you. You can't whisper with that voice. <laughs> with your vagina. With your vagina. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I... But, There's but, places to escape. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Like, you can go into the building. They have the, the 
team fan shop right there. Okay. Um, so you can't... But nowhere to really, like, to, hunker down is what you're saying. If, yeah, there's nowhere to, like, if you want to sit and watch the team, you have no shade. Fuck you. So if Guns wanted to sit down and pee somewhere, like, there would be nowhere to do that. Nowhere for him to sit down and pee because they don't appreciate you sitting down in the middle of, uh... Was there anywhere to go to the people. bathroom? I hope there are anything about us. Oh, okay. You know, just pee on the white line and just... That guy would have been help. really upset about that. The young one. Line. Remember, you peed for like two minutes yeah. straight. Well, also the young one drank everyone's Gatorades. So what it happened? has to evacuate. <laughs> Dude, I got like a Gatorade. And he's like, I don't want anything. Then he got in the back of the car and he chugged it. And then he had some of mine. And he had some of Ryan's. And he had some of Mama's. And he had to piss like a racehorse. <laughs> he did. And he was really uncomfortable. And then he went and peed, I guess. So it worked out for him. That was what was making him very uncomfortable. And when I'm talking about iPads on the walls around the corner, mm-hmm. that's from a movie, This is the End, when Danny McBride's complaining about having to jerk <laughs> off to actual like magazines <laughs> of porno. He's like, down here jerking off like a pilgrim, there's iPads in every wall around here. Like, type, that's what I mean. But I'll bet there's plenty of iPads. Usable in there, video feeds to watch mm. from. To the, watch from. Well, once again, nowhere to really hunker down and to be comfortable. There's no windows in it. Is there any windows in it? Like very few. If, uh, if I don't any. think so. I'm not yeah. sure. I didn't really explore that too much. I kind of wanted. Just standing to, next to it, but yeah, I didn't. It's one of those things where I was like, everybody's kind of like. Here's what I noticed. At the beginning, everybody seemed packed in, on that hill. And then we all spread out. As it went on, mm-hmm. everybody started. Kind of dissipating around the whole area. I think a handful of people gave up because it was mm. hot. It was pretty hot today. And they just quit and left. Um, most of the diehards stuck around for autographs and everything. I think what they... What Another they, shitty autograph session, by the way. Yeah, uh, because the offensive line got yelled at, it was their day to get, you know, to do autographs. So they got... They had to run more for about 20 minutes. So they got about 15 minutes of autographs. We got, what, for the kids, we got... The, what's the fucking mascot? We got Miles. Miles and the uh, long snap. Long snap. Aaron Brewer. Aaron Brewer. Yep. He was really excited to be signing autographs. That's all I could it's say. It's like, hey, it's like no one wants me to sign their autograph. And then the funniest part was the kid standing next to me. He goes, "Is he the backup?" <laughs> and the older kid, who was the smarter kid, goes. There's no backup for long snappers. I'm pretty sure he was right there. <laughs> but, oh, that's that's gotta hurt him a little bit. <laughs> I'd be happy if a kid knew that I was the right? long snapper. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's fine. Because that's a, a job in the NFL that's like minimum, like league minimum, two nine hundred thousand dollars a year. That's and your, no one's that's allowed to touch you until you snap the ball, put your head up, and run. So anytime you get your ass kicked or get nailed. You're already running down trying to make a tackle. So you're having fun. So I'm sure he's doing just fine. And he wasn't no little dude either. He was oh, about 6'2", 6'3". See, they got it right here. snapper is Dude, he was 6'5", 230. Like, we, we, were on hill. When you're like we were on the hill. We were on the hill. I was like, I felt like he was bigger than well, that. Well, we were on the hill, and then it got to the bottom level. No, that kid's big, dude. He's a big fucking dude. Long snappers, I would generally think they couldn't beat me up, especially, you know, like college long snappers. But this dude, what my ass, dude. He's fucking big. He's a big And that's an actual... That's long snapper, who gets the ball to the punter? And the guy kicks the... Oh, long, long snapper. Okay. Long snapper. Okay. Long who gets snapper. the ball to the field goal? Kicker. The long snapper. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, that's literally. I didn't know. It's very specific job. Uh, a lot of times, most teams have a specific long. I would have some guys. Lo- some guys have backup. Like, he plays another position, but will play long snapper. Right. Given he has a lot of times, they're either like tight ends or offensive line. Fullbacks. I would have thought that long snapper was like a crocodile bad guy in the ninja mutant turtles. Sorry. Mutant turtle mutant ninjas. Nin- what the? Five times. Mutant ninja teenage turtles. turtles. Teenage mutant ninja fishes. Hey, half shell heroes in. Teenage mutant ninja gerbils. It's fantasy time. Heroes taste like pork. Gerbil power. (laughs) I don't know. They might taste like pork. It's possible. Five time. Five time. Running backs. Fantasy running backs here. I went off. I I looked at that list, like the top ten and who's projected. So I'm making some bold claims on this because this is. I'll, I'll go first because I want to hear. I like. I love hearing your bold claims. Okay. Because, because you're new to the fantasy world, but at I the am. same time, it doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong. We'll so, find out because I know people that pick according to the top fives that are wrong all the time. I'm going off of. And you um, picked mostly unicorns. Oh, of course. I pretty much have this list. Listed as my my guys, not just as my prediction, but as the guys the you order for the eyes in order, like okay. as they disappear off the draft chart. I'm eyeballing them. Number five is, in my opinion, C.J. Anderson because he is going to be a big part of the offense. He looked like he was a big part today. Um, he is sharing carries a little bit with Monte right now. I think they're trying to figure out who's going to be the better guy in the system, but I think. As the season goes on, the guy with a lot of heart to get extra yards, those extra yards turn into extra points on fantasy. So, Word. Um, catching passes, those are PPR guy all the way. C.J. Anderson, um, really good back for a PPR league, I'd say. Um, number four, Eddie Lacy. At part of the whole reason why the Green Bay Packers are going to be Good this year. Good uh, he is going to be, they pretty much, even even mm. last year in a pass-happy pass type Green Bay Packers team, he still catches passes. He, talk about bowling balls. I mean, he barrels through people. Eddie Lacy's a beast. Um, number three is Jamal Charles. He's their offense. <laughs> so, <coughs> he's still their offense. On a team where the head coach likes to make sure his running back is definitely featured. Um, that changed, but that is the case. Andy Reid did not do that before, but that's definitely what he does now. Um, number two, I think it's going to be AP. Uh, whole season of rest after yeah. turmoil. Alternate press. Um, he looks in retarded physical condition. That's not a good thing. Well, I'd, I'd also go with the fact that the coach said they're going to run him as much as they can, and he, which is never maybe what you anyone back says a about guy him. Who you <laughs> call what, in this retarded. league nowadays? Nowadays they don't say that, but he's, he's like, "I'll give it to him thirty-five times a game." Like, okay, <laughs> I, and I think he wants it thirty-five times a game. Every running back wants it thirty-five. He's times gonna. A game. He is going. To, he is going to be another reason why they're going to fight in that division. And it's they're going to be a decent team. I think the Vikings are going to be decent. They're not going to be good. We'll get to that. 
decent. We'll get to that. Also, uh, try not to say built like a retard. Or retardedly built. Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. I didn't um, say that. Number no, one, did. I think, is going to be Le'Veon Bell again. Um, Ryan is always the guy that seems to just... Because it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They like to run the fucking ball. As much as they like Ben Roethlisberger just throwing it to Antonio Brown all day. So. Oh, I'll piggyback that in a little bit. And we'll have to but he does... I, I, I think it's going to be Le'Veon Bell. I think he's going to get... He's going to contend with AP for most yards this season, but he's going to get a lot of touchdowns, and so is AP. I took Monte Ball. Because one of them's retarded. Because I still think Monte will eventually start. Um, the heart, Ball's part problem wasn't heart last year. It was the fact that no one blocked. Um, he wasn't able to even get his head down. So that was a, that was a big deal for him. I still think he's a north-south runner. I know he's effective out of the backfield catching the ball. Um, we're, we're at a really good problem right now, having C.J. Anderson, who played great, great football for the last eight games of the season, and having Monte Ball, who wasn't given a chance to. It, it just got, he got hurt, and we weren't blocking. I mean, go back and look at those games. Where we, like, run under shotgun for, like, two series and get back into the shotgun and, and hand the ball off in a dive and a dive and a dive, and he's dodging guys that are four yards in the backfield. Um... He's not that kind of back. If he has the surge, he'll make plays. He will make plays. That's that's out there. Uh, I thought AP being fourth was huge, even though initially my heart says number one. <laughs> because he can be that guy. He can be that guy. It's totally possible. I, I, I have the utmost highest hopes for, for AP. I, I was never I was never taken off by, by the child abuse. I saw the saw the photos, saw it. You know, it's not nice to look at, but I didn't like looking at my ass after I got out whooped by my dad either. It, it was not nice to look at because it got my ass whooped. He's from Texas. That's how it rolls. Number three, Daniel Herron. Now I'm going to take the backup running back for the Indianapolis Colts only because Frank Gore is old. Possibility to get injured, and Daniel Herron tore it up at Ohio State and came in last season and played pretty fucking well. But they had already gotten to the point where... Much like the Broncos, Andrew Luck was their offense, and it's hard to switch up into that point and have a substantial running game for more than four or five weeks. You know, you have to you have to provide it. You have to provide it. That's my biggest way out on the run. I've always liked that kid. He's a good dude. Number two is Eddie Lacy because I predicted Eddie Lacy to be the best running back in the NFL after this season. So I'm expecting him to destroy it this year. I've been a fan of Eddie Lacy. I love the kid. He is the bowling ball. He is. Like if you get an arm tackle, any kind of he's gonna roll through it. It'll hurt you too. Like it's gonna give you a big old welt when he runs through you. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's great on play action. You better he's great at blocking in the backfield. He is an all around. If you're gonna player. tackle him, you need to line him up and form tackle the fuck out of him. Fuck. If you try and arm yes. tackle him, you will not. They're, 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 that he is he has met so many linebackers and safeties and. And defensive linemen, where it's just like, oh, oh, and he just rolls forward. And he can still outrun you. He's not the fastest guy by any means. Running backs, he's probably like starting running backs. There's 20 guys faster than him. But if he gets in front of you, he can still hit that line because he does have that momentum pulling forward. Le'Veon Bell is going to be a beast. Um, the, to piggyback that, the reason I think that it's going to be better for him is because Roethlisberger is going to have a better year this year. 
with that that offense. He really is. I mean, his his best statistical season was last last year. It's going to be better this year because of the threat that Le'Veon Bell proved to be last season. He's only in, he's only out one game. The suspension got reduced. Mm-hmm. That ain't shit. He's going to do just fine. I love it. Le'Veon Bell is a great Why was running back. Suspended? DUI or marijuana? Marijuana. Marijuana. Well, marijuana with the other running back on the team. Like oh, who's gone? Ago. Who's gone? Yeah. Uh, went and played for Blunt. Sharper, Sharper. Blunt. Was no, Blunt? it was the one played for New England. Oh yeah, it was Blunt. Yeah, yeah. Is he got Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> B L O U N T. But yeah, Blunt. a little on the nose. <laughs> well, duh, dude. Absolutely. I love Le'Veon Bell's running style. I didn't get to see him much in college. I'm not a Big Ten guy. I've watched Michigan State. He's shifty. It's the kind of moves where it's like you're coming. He's like, <laughs> he'll pick an arm up and have you miss him and still shake. He can run through you. He can run past you. Guys, a hell of a back. Proved it to Pamp. me last year. Proved it to I am week. scared He's... of the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. No one's talking about them because their defense is down, but that offense is going to put up numbers, man. They are going to put up numbers. They still have the best. And it smells like feet soup there. Foot soup. Foot soup. Antonio Bryant's a stud. Who's the kid they have on the other side? It's a kid from Clemson, I'm pretty sure. They they have they have all kinds of vertical and underneath worst ways to go, along with their tight end. And a, and a good running back and a quarterback who can move. And doesn't get tackled either. You don't he just tackle. shrugs off tackles. You don't tackle Ben Roethlisberger. And rapes. <laughs> he shrugs yeah. off tackles. It, I mean, he can make a play happen better than any quarterback in this league right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers makes one happen. This ball needs to get out in two and a half seconds. Shit fucks up. He goes in four seconds. That ball's out. Roethlisberger can make it happen for like nine to ten seconds. Roethlisberger he can run. Well, and he does it. Two, he can do it two different ways too. Big Ben can. He can either run. Let me go three. You know, three different ways because he has that incredible pump that he can fucking where he can, he emulated it. that. I hate him. He, he throws it all. No, he throws it all the way. He can bring it all the way down. He throws it hard, too. And bring it back up, yeah. and then throw it again. Like, he is able to just do the full throwing mo- motion and not let go of the ball. You can't tackle him. He's huge. You have to get on him. You have to be... You can't arm tackle him. He's oh, another, no way. He's another six, arm, seven, 260 pounds. Yep. He, he's another guy you don't just arm tackle. He is so fucking huge. You just... That's just how the fuck it goes. So... Pittsburgh's going to be a really good offensive team this year. We'll get into that next week. We will. Really good offensive team this season. All right, Doug, you want to open us up on this one, man? This was uh, your choice, and, and we uh, not even begrudgingly, just happily accepted this one. Well, happy birthday, Dustin Hoffman. I'm going to warn you guys right now. I'm not going too deep on this one. I had to because my dad. Dad made it so. I did not go too deep. I did not go too deep on this one. It'll be pretty predictable on my list. You're like Kung Fu Panda, Kung Fu Panda Two, Kung Fu. Let's up Ryan go first then. Is there Let a me third go first. one? Is the first three Kung Fu Panda Three? Is there a one, third two? one? Yeah, I come out with a third one. Oh well, he hasn't seen it yet. He doesn't know if that's there's a trailer. Dustin Hoffman's best. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, Kung Fu Panda Three. 
Oh, meets his dad. I want everyone Number to know five. that when we give Ryan shit on this, he's just not as big of a fucking nerd as we are on this. We are nerds. I bow down. Shit, I bow okay? down my my pop culture to these two. He, he just doesn't nerd out the way we do. It's, it's nothing on him. He just doesn't. There's so what do you got? Number five. We Number nerd. five. We nerd. A sentimental value. I I have to say it was Tootsie because when I was a little oh, guy, nice. when I was when I was a little guy, I was like one of the first times where I was like. Daddy, what's that? Why is he dressing up like a woman? Dan was like, woman? don't ask. <laughs> Why is he dressing up like a woman? That's weird. People do that? To get ahead when I was life, little, yes. When I was little, it blew me away. When I was just a little so guy. So to speak. Something's telling me it might be you. That's the Tootsie song. <laughs> I know, I... I See? Nerds! I, I was right there See? with you. Nerds. Nerds! 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 Uh, number four... Because I said it would be on my list, and I said my list would be obvious. Kung Fu Panda, which is one of my favorite. <laughs> it's seriously one of my favorite cartoon movies. Like, I really like that fucking movie, dude. There are so many fucking famous people in that movie doing voiceovers. It's and seriously, I didn't know for like a year after the movie was out that he was Shifu. You didn't know that it was just a novel. I, I didn't know that he was Shifu. You're not allowed. You don't. You don't even get numbered. It's three through one. Like, can I can I just can done. I get my voice back here? I love Kung Fu Panda. It's an awesome fucking movie. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't know for a year? Like, you're I like, didn't know he was. Then I'm not getting his back on. I'm not getting my back Justin on. Justin Hoffman's gonna be in Kung Fu Panda too. <laughs> yeah, it's the same goddamn character. It takes three years to make those movies. Whoa! All right, Doug, shut up. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. you should shut up, Doug. You're mean. This is my pen going in your neck. Number three is Hook. I love Hook. You're a piece of shit. Whatever. He was a good Hook. He was the Hook, in my opinion. He was an amazing Hook. Everyone says Tim Curry's Pennywise. Hook. Fucking A, dude. He's Hook. Who else was Hook? There you go. Jeremy Irons? Okay, shut up. He's going to be Alfred. Let that sink in. I can't wait to see him as Alfred. All right, continue. Really? The guy from Flatliners is gonna be okay. Don't tell me when we do like Batman movies, gonna be like, and then a year later I realized Je- Jeremy, Irons. Jeremy Irons was uh, <laughs> fucking Alfred. I won't have to now. I'm gonna tell him everything. Yeah, he's gonna be Alfred in Superman Batman. <laughs> he's in the trailer. He literally <laughs> narrates the trailer, doesn't he? He narrates a lot of it, and they show his face. Word. He's Word. the white Morgan Freeman at this point. Like, he just narrates shit. Alright, he's overdoing it. You <laughs> ruined it, Doug. Like you do. Number two, like Outbreak. Two. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Outbreak. I forgot Ooh, about Outbreak. That's a good movie. Oh, forget about Outbreak. I love that movie. Didn't I, make my I will list. watch it. I will watch it every time it's on. I don't care. It's one of those movies. I don't care how far along in it it is. I will watch it. Well, Morgan Freeman's in it. Number one, probably narrates. Number one, you never go full There's retard. There's no narration in that shit. What the fuck? You never go full retard, Rain Man. Never go full retard. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, I can see. Fire that. alarm went off. <laughs> Stop counting the cards, Ray. Ray, Ray, count the cards. Oh, yeah, I'm a really good driver. I'm an excellent driver. Yeah. Watner's gonna be on an hour. Let me get on not two times ever. It's gonna be three hours into that movie because we're in the West Coast now. It's gonna be different time now. But I've seen the movie. All right. 
Yeah, let's let Doug go next. Uh, my honorable mentions are Midnight Cowboy. Um, <laughs> if only because one of AFI's top 100 lines in movies was actually ad-libbed by Dustin Hoffman. The whole, like, I'm walking here! Like, was that was ad-libbed? That was ad-libbed. Yeah. That car should have stopped a lot sooner. He actually said I was... That was ad-libbed, but he said it. So, okay, that's right. So it yeah. wasn't supposed but, to happen. Correct. The dude almost hit him. He was, okay. he okay. was okay. wanting to say, I to... I work, I'm working here, but he couldn't say that. Right. And he went, I'm walking here, but it had a different car. Nice, nice. But that's, that's that ad-libbed. Cool. Um, my mom disagreed with me on this one, but my honorable mention, uh, The Graduate. Yes, I know it brought Dustin Hoffman to a generation. I know it redefined a, a, a generation uh, with a Simon Garfunkel song. I get it. Um, but my number five is Kung Fu Panda. So fuck He's you. making fun of you for Kung Fu Panda and then puts it on That's what we call a misdirect. That's what we call suck both of these middle fingers. We might call that Christianity. I don't know. It's that, yeah, close. that might be. Uh, being all preachy at me. <laughs> and then doing these But that's, that's okay when I say it. Uh, my number four is... Uh, that was Maynard's fault. That was he went full Christian. Maynard's fault. Never go full Christian. Never go full Christian. <laughs> that I agree with. Uh, my number, uh, my number four, Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, okay. Uh, the Will Ferrell movie with him and, um, uh, What's her face? Uh, it's, uh, Maggie John Hall, but I'm trying to think of the writer in that. It's Emma Thompson, I believe? Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, he's great as Saving a Mr. Banks, yes. He does a good job. Wait, what? Uh, Emma Thompson, Saving Mr. Banks. I was trying to figure out her name. I, I, I associate her now by Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, okay. I, I just like, watched it a couple times. That was, oh, God. Saw it in the theaters. I already know it's a good movie. Oh, I, I, I saw it in theaters. Cried my heart out. It's a sad movie. It's a sad movie. But it's very happy. Mm, okay. Um, Ben's happy. It's a Disney movie, you bitch. <laughs> Number three. Hero. Oh, Andy Garcia. All Andy right. Garcia. And what's her Gina, face? Gina, Gina Davis. Thomas. Gina, Gina Thomas? Who's that? Gina Davis. I don't know her. Should I IMDB her? Yeah. Um, I think she was in one of the Furious. I don't think movies. that's legal in some states. She was in... Beetle, uh, to beer. Beetle beer. Beetle milk. Uh, she was in a league of. Uh, she was in a beetle drink. A, a, beetle a, drink. A league of beetle, beetle juice. Drink. That's from the hood. A league of our beetle juice. Is that right? A league. A league of, of our beetle juice. Our, our cutthroat island. A league of our longest good night. Longest good night. That's what I was trying to say. I <laughs> <laughs> was trying to pull out. He has your eyes. Keep going. I actually really like that movie. Um, Love that movie. Uh, but yeah, uh, no. Uh, but Hero, I, I thought it was a great movie. I, I saw it when I was just researching. I haven't seen it in a long time. The, the very end where it's like, oh no, that boy fell into the bear pit. And he's like, Ugh, hold my shoes. Well, that's, that's he's the one, he saves everyone in the, in the plane crash. He disappears saves, yeah. into the night. Andy Garcia reluctantly, reluctantly takes his shoes. And prays for it and gets on the news, and then Gina Davis falls in love with them and doesn't happen to all Gina that. Davis, <laughs> Gina Davis should have stuck with him because he ended up being a uh, he ended up being a casino owner in all those Ocean's movies. Totally. What's your four? Truth. Uh, my number two. This guy's a machine. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is uh, Tootsie. 
Uh, still holds up. I just love that movie. It's so goddamn funny. We were just talking about how... Because we were watching... Yeah, because brought John Candy movie. We were just watching... Oh. <laughs> who is Harry Crumb? Who is Harry Crumb? <laughs> who is Harry Crumb is, on TV? It's a hilarious movie. <laughs> it's funny. Unrelated, but it's more like we were going, you know, we're looking back on a lot of these. We were too young to get all the fucking adult. Is that the one where he like gets a head like he gets a head injury and ends up in his own soap opera? No. He's he's a he's a a descendant right. from a long line of sophisticated, really intelligent detectives. Mm-hmm. They own the Crumb private detective agency. Jeffrey Jones is in it. Annie Potts is in it. They steal the the daughter. He goes unwittingly because he's like a loser. But they use him to try to like get away with it. You haven't seen Who's Harry Crumb? I remember that. You well. probably you probably when you watch it go yeah like I'd be like oh yeah 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 because I did the same thing. I go what's this fucking movie? He was in the kitchen and I put it on for like five minutes and then he's like comes around and goes. Oh, and I went, right, Harry Crumb, dude, right? <laughs> Harry Crumb. Fun fact, I went... You'd recognize the movie. There's no way you would. Though. Fun fact, I talked to someone, I went, what's that goddamn movie where John Candy's a cop? With Eugene Levy? No. No, I was thinking... Canadian of, Bacon? No. I was thinking of nothing but trouble. He's not a... Oh, he is a cop. Yeah, he is a cop. He's a lot of things in that movie. He's also in drag. He's like three roles, but... Uh, but yeah, He's a cop, and man. my number one, uh, Rain Man. Come on, you gotta be retarded to not think that one through. How are you gonna get mad at Ryan for saying retarded and then say it out there? No, the the fact that he was built like a retard is horrible. But saying retarded is okay. Yeah, no, because like I'm you know mostly Irish, so I figure I get the Boston thing going, and it's like uh, yeah, they're wicked retarded. Like, if you're not, uh, you don't like Rain Man, then you're wicked retarded like the Rain Man, who's wicked retarded. He might be a... F- okay, stop it. He might be a stop. queer. It's my turn. My turn. Might be a wicked, wicked queer. Uh, honorable mentions. Rain Man. Kung Fu Panda. Sphere. Tootsie. And Hook. Sphere? Really? Honorable, honorable mention. mention. Yeah. It wasn't on any of yours. Dude, no. he's been making movies since the 50s, and he's only made 72 movies. He's selected. Sphere is a shitty movie, but it's a good book, and it has a good way to move about it. It doesn't make my list because the movie sucked, but I okay. enjoyed the premise of it. That's it's a it's a I, I, read the, I read the Who book. Who was the best part of the book or the best part of the movie was Dustin Hoffman. He did it. He he acted. Great casting. Better. It was great casting. That so. was the problem. Good casting, bad script. Hoffman pulled it off. Sharon Stone okay. doing her thing. Samuel L. Did his thing. I liked how Samuel L. did his thing too. Didn't get eaten by sharks in it. So Not, go on no him. sharks in this one. Yeah, the jellyfish in this one. Uh, number oh, five. Was, it was jellyfish. Qu- killed Queen Latifah. Number five. Uh, Little Big Man. If you don't remember that movie, that's mm-hmm. one of the first movies my dad went and rented to show me how rated our movies were made. Like back in the day, like in the, in the first opening scene, he's like, "I'm thinking." I, I think I'm thinking that we probably skipped over one of your top fives. Okay. That's possible. Little Big Man is awesome. Based uh, on the, 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 it's about a white guy who gets brought up with some Indians and they take him in. And it's all about, and I'm talking Indians, I'm talking about like, you know, Civil Native War Americans. era shit. Like he's... Native American. He crosses over, if I remember the movie correctly, it's been a long time, it was the first time I ever saw like, butts, um, stuff like that in old butts. movies. Like, cause old movies all to me meant like, uh, black Sound and of white. Music. Uh, black Sound and of Music white was old movies. Tentless. 
And this was like he's in I there. I just saved you two and a half boobless hours. He's in there like you know with his pants down, fucking another Indian chick. Good movie. Number four, which I thought you would have had on yours, but you went with another one, Marathon Man. That movie is fucked up. That's like the first like wow, movie Mar- thriller, yeah. like no, thriller. It was, it was it was on my. It, I, that that movie's about a, a, a fucking ex Nazi war criminal who's hiding. And another government official's helping him hide in America, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he stumbles upon it and gets tortured by this Nazi doctor while he's trying to save his his woman at the same time. Oh, it's a great movie. That movie is fucked up. That that's the scene where he bends him over and drills into his teeth with no Novocaine. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that the reason that sound is so menacing to people is because it was it was shot in that and been portrayed like that. That's that's incredible. Uh, All the president's men. Thought about it. Amazing movie. Uh, I would have put it more on a. Uh, movie. I would have put it more as a. Um, what's his name? Uh, Sundance. Oh, Redford. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. They were they were top cast. It was like Hoffman, Redford. Mm, it was Redford deal. Hoffman. Yeah. Oh my God! Splitting hairs over here. They, they were the main characters of yeah. the movie, and it's a it's a beautiful movie. It's, oh, a, it's beautiful a great movie. movie. So get ready to talk shit on my top two because these are not specifically Dustin Hoffman movies, but he kicked ass in them. Dick Tracy, where he plays Mumbles. I love it. When I they slow down the when they slow down the tape to figure out what he said. Right. And I think he really did that, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I read he just developed his own deal to yeah. to say it out and you could slow it down and hear what he said. Um, yeah. That's an incredible thing to do. He actually characterizes that one. Hmm? Um, he, he, I think he, everyone did in that movie. It was it was not taken as seriously as that movie should have been. Because they all characterized that movie. Al Pacino, outside of just him being Al Pacino, characterized that movie. The rest of the bad guys were very specific characters. Flat Top, Rune Face. And who's Flat Top? Do you remember who Flat Top is? Uh, no. You do. If you saw him, who's you'd be like, top? oh yeah, I know that guy. Who's Flat Top? Have you seen The Devil's Rejects? Yeah. He's the cop trying to kill them all. No shit. That's Flat Top. That's a character acting movie all the way through. Dick Tracy is... No, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm not saying you are. But it, but the level of... Obviously, it's an art film. Mm-hmm. And besides that, just they really get specific actors to play specific parts in that. Even Madonna was okay in that. Yeah, she was. She was supposed to play a whore who wanted to hook up with someone else. That's not really hard for her. I think she does that all the no, time. No, but that, she was, uh, was, she was uh, the faceless yeah. person. Well, that was the easiest part for her to act. They put a fake mask on her and block her voice out. She just <laughs> had to say shit. I mean, it wasn't hard for her to do that. Number one, sleepers. He plays the drunk lawyer that helps them get everything taken care of. I love sleepers. I put sleepers on... This is the third time I put that on top of the list. It's one of my favorite movies. It's not a Dustin Hoffman flick per Maybe se. That. It might have worked better in Dustin Hoffman roles if we'd have, if we'd have gone like that. But he he even when he's talking to to all of them to to the the cast and you know when they're saying you have to be our lawyer, he's like I'm a drunk. I'm, you don't want me to do this. Yeah, we want you to. That's and they're like, like slow it down. And he's like, Big Boy did it. You're specifically there to do that. Um, Dustin Hoffman kicked ass in that movie. It's an underrated movie, in my opinion. It should be. Sleepers is a great movie. It should be there, as far as early I, I will say, I'm surprised Kramer versus Kramer didn't get out of any of our lists. I'm not I thought you Kramer would have not. dropped it, to be honest with you. You I would really be the one to drop that. You would have been you know, the one to drop Kramer versus so Kramer. You didn't. You didn't. You you put the most obvious one on yours, and I didn't think you would put that on there. At but the time, at the time, 
Kramer versus Kramer was like the textbook script to teach screenwriting. And it has since become a cliche, which I think is why I avoided it, because I'm like, well, at this point, it's become a cliche, and, you know, I mean, I, I love Chinatown, but at the time, Chinatown was groundbreaking, and now Chinatown... Chinatown wasn't Dustin Hoffman? No. It was Jack. Nicholson? Yeah. Was that another writer? Uh, it was uh, uh, Roman Polanski. Yeah, it was Polanski. Um, Finger fucking twelve year olds and writing the movies and shit. Moving okay. to France, yeah. Because uh-huh. he figured twelve year olds made great movies. Huh? We have some predictions to do. That you do. We do. We're we're running low on time here. That was a good. We filled in a lot of time there. Good stuff. Good stuff, boys. AFC <clears throat> South. Uh, we're gonna do predictions because it's training camp. It's preseason. It's time to do our. Prediction sure to go wrong. Sure to go wrong, even though we've been pretty right. On pretty a good. Lot of you know, last season our predictions were really spot on. Very yeah, on I'll tell point. You, I was really surprised. And, and we got to say the reason we're starting off with the AFC South this year is because it's one of the divisions we anticipate being easily decided. We have two easily decidable uh, divisions, so we'll go ahead. I'm going to throw down uh, the order in which I think they'll finish, and we'll talk about the division. Move on to the next one. Um, same thing. Um, cool. Yep. Uh, I got it going. Colts twelve and four. Then the Texans at eight and eight. Titans at six and ten. Jags at three and thirteen. Um, what you got? I'm not going to go anywhere different from the uh, the wins, the victories. <coughs> um, I got Jacksonville last. I got Tennessee third, and Houston is going to be there because their defense is stout. Worst name team ever. He will continue that. He does not like the Texans name. <laughs> Um, two, I have Texas tradition. as being surprised as not not being surprised if they went ten and six. Um, I would, would be surprised be, if they went ten and six. I wouldn't be surprised, but it, it's because of a lot of the talent that they have on the team. But I don't think it's not. I, I think it's 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 too lopsided. They don't when have enough offensive talent. And when you're saying the Texans, Foster. that's that's my thing. Ten and six without Arian Foster and who's your quarterback? Uh, Ryan Are you Mallet. saying never tatted? Uh, this is this or Fitzy, whatever they're gonna do. I don't even know. This is this is a this is that that's a tough road for them. Tennessee, I expect they're rebuilding. That's what Tennessee's doing. Marcus Mariota means rebuilding. I I like his game. I like what he can possibly do, but we're not going to see any of that this year. And Jacksonville <laughs> is so. Sorry, Julius Thomas didn't do much for you. I don't remember their draft picks. I'm not sure where they went from that. Like Bortles is in year two doing his thing. You expect a improvement, but is there? Do you expect to have much improvement from a, a, a Blake Bortles in this offense? With with also just so we know, Justin Blackman's not playing this year. And according to those guys, we'll never play again. We'll probably never play again. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguar. Uh, I mean, they'll they'll be a. I don't think they'll be a sad three and thirteen. I think they'll be a competitive three and thirteen. Be honest with you, I think. I think they could pull five and eleven. I, I, I mean, <laughs> they'll be competitive. They're not going to get blown out week in, week in, week out. They're not going to be. They're not going to be in a lot of games against good teams. But I think they can against, still get against, against other mediocre teams and lesser opponents. I think you'll see competitive games. They're not going to be. They're not. It's it's like when the Broncos were shit mm-hmm. team. They were competitive. The one thing I know for sure is Julius Thomas is not going to get 12 touchdowns this year. So I wouldn't. He's already peaked. He won't get five. He already peaked because 
want to talk about guys who have made careers. Peyton Manning, he's your Austin Collie. Mm-hmm. Guy who does absolutely have talent and can absolutely do things. But Still don't stays expect, on the field. Don't expect him to put up the numbers he had when he had Peyton. He's not Reggie Bang. He's not Marvin Harrison. He's not Demarius Thomas. He's not even an Emmanuel Sanders. And, and the only reason I've been trashing on Emmanuel Sanders lately is because of all the Broncos fans saying he's better than DT. Let's just go ahead and step back from that and understand where Emmanuel Sanders sits next to DT, not in front of DT. We have a lot of good studs here, and Peyton will have that. But that's exactly where it's been with Peyton throughout his career. Um, the Colts, they got Andrew Luck. They got Al Gore. I think got Al Gore. Frank Gore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about politics the last so couple days. I'm glad that Doug isn't <laughs> Me too. in the room right now. Me too. That makes it so much easier to just move on and go, yes, they have Frank Gore. And I agree with you. I think that he will he will definitely not be the primary back at the end of the season. They're going to have to flip it um, around. It's gonna, he, they're going to be sharing carries, I think, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I think they but, want to. But I, I, it... You know, Frank Gore is a he's a uh, hustler. They he's got a player. Uh, Andre Johnson as well. Yeah, uh, for the Colts, Robert Mathis is back as it's well. Of, uh, what Vontae Davis is? He's Vontae Davis is the cornerback. He's Robert corner. Mathis was a defensive end, right? Who tore his knee up in last year, right after he got suspended for drugs. But I so, think he's still playing this year. I don't think he's um, in trouble. But they're gonna. I, th- I think the Colts are getting better, and if you have a your playoff team already. Going to the divisional round of the playoffs. AFC Championship. Was it the AFC Championship? They beat us in the divisional they round. They beat us in the We weren't in the AFC Championship. Um, but if you're going, you're, I mean, you're playing contending for Super Bowls, right? Mm-hmm. So you're contending for Super Bowls and you're getting better. And Andrew Luck has another year of getting better. I think it may not happen this year. May not. Uh, but next year, by the end of next year, I think Andrew Luck is going to be the best quarterback in this league. And, Oh, I'll still take Andrew Rodgers or Aaron, Aaron Rodgers for I, a while. I there's we'll see. He's Aaron Rodgers ain't old. He's, he's not. not he's not old. I, I mean, he's definitely older. But I, like I said, I, I am so impressed with Andrew Luck. It was such a no brainer for them to pick him. Well, and of I would. It was. I, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It was have a no brainer. I would have for not have traded any. I wouldn't have traded my first overall pick for anything either on that. I'd it was a no brainer to pick Aaron Rodgers twenty two picks before he was picked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Luck's a little bit younger, but Aaron Rodgers, this is his deal. He's the next number one. Luck's going to be number two, which is not a bad place to be. It's going to turn into Brady or Manning for that whole time when it was who you want, Brady or Manning. Yeah, now it's going to be... I'll be all right either way. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Just right. When I pick, I'll be good to go type deal. Rodgers is, is the income... Is I don't know if that's Robert. He's the guy now. Um, Obviously, Luck is is the next great quarterback. Um, Moving on to the NFC North. NFC North. I'm going to start Because we off. are... We are. That's what we do. We just... We're bouncing off. around right now. We, we've, we've done this a few years, and we know that... Um, going through every division over and over again is not going to be the best way to do it. So we're going to knock this one out really quick. <clears throat> Green Bay is going to win the division. Okay, Ryan agrees with me. Um, <laughs> I mean, good. Here's yes. Here's where it gets tricky. Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit. I'm not convinced with any of these teams. Detroit just lost to Damakong Su, who's a huge part of the reason they're allowed to put points up and whatnot. Uh, the Chicago Bears just inherited Adam Gase, John Fox, and still have Jay Cutler. I don't know if that's the best environment for Jay Cutler. Minnesota Vikings. Teddy Bridgewater. I expect him to make a leap. 
He was my quarterback. When the when the rookies came in last year, that's the one I said I'd like Teddy. He'll be the guy. What would he do? He doesn't get to make a leap and have it be anything if Adrian Peterson does a run for 2,000 yards and takes the pressure off type deal. So obviously the Packers win this fucking division. I'll just I'm not throwing any fucking uh, wins out. I I, I got my I can't do that right here. I go. Hold on, Green, Green Bay, Detroit, Minnesota, Chicago. Chicago last, Minnesota third. I got Green Bay, Detroit, Bears, Vikings. You still think the Bears are going to finish ahead of if the you, Vikings? If you, if you hear where I'm going with it, though, it's 12 and 4 Green Bay, and then it's 9 and 7, 8 and 8, 7 and 9. So, to be honest with you, they're all almost interchangeable. I still think that the. I don't, th- I I think, don't, I I don't think disagree Detroit, with that. I don't disagree with that. I'm not arguing with you. I, I don't Detroit disagree with them being has, interchangeable. I, I, I think Detroit has more talent. On one side of the football. On, on, on one side of the football, but I still think that they're tremendously talented on that side of the football to be ahead of the Bears and the Vikings. Um, I'll take Adrian Peterson, Mike and Wallace, and Teddy Bidgewater to throw him that ball to him with an I, offensive line. I, I, I like where the Vikings are going. They're going to be a very competitive team. They're going to they're going to be, be they they can be competitive to good. They'll I really think yeah. if Teddy Bridgewater makes the makes an actual leap, like you said, not just a jump. He he leaped he from last year. Leap. The last six weeks of the season, he was the best rookie quarterback well. and did a great he job. He played pretty well. Yeah. I was really impressed with him at the end of the season. Uh, early on, nah, not so much. He didn't start. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Ponder. They kept trying to force that hand, didn't they? Because they draft a quarterback. They're like, we have to play him. Like, no, you don't. Kill him. Like, just let him be happy he married an ESPN girl. Right? It's okay. <sighs> You don't. He can move on and just live off of her. Why don't you just be the Titans and be like, you know that kid from Washington? I don't remember his name either, but we drafted Mariota. We're over him now. Yeah. Lock and uh, Lockett. Who's the kid from Washington? Uh, Jake. Jake Locker. Locker. <laughs> Lockett. They've already moved on. <laughs> They're like, I don't give a fuck about Jake Locker. They're like, but we drafted Marcus Mariota. We are doing our thing now. Move on. Move on. So then we're in agreement that they're all pretty much interchangeable there. I, that's I, why I, just, we did I this, had to go with the prediction. But that's why we did this now, too, because we know no, it's we know who's going to win the division. We're arguing underneath it. And I, I appreciate those arguments. Because we know, we know that the team that is definitely the most talented on both sides of the ball is Green Bay Packers. And they came out number one power rankings, preseason power rankings. But that's because they're good. But they came out number one. Yeah. So it's not really a bold prediction. And Indianapolis came out number three in AFC rankings, and everyone else beneath them came 13, 14, 15. Well, I think if if you're a long-time listener, you know that I will never root for the Colts. So Because of... Because I can't... Because it's a child I could not pronounce. Or the Texans. Or the Texans. Because they're the, the worst dumbest named ever. ever. Or the Raiders because he knows better. Right, Doug? He doesn't know better. No. Yeah, no. You don't work for the Raiders. Ever. Even if you're a Raiders fan. <laughs> he doesn't know Trust better. me, I do know a Raiders I, fan who I gotta, doesn't even really root for the Raiders. I gotta give a shout out to my homeboy Mooker, Matt, Mookie, Matt McGruder. Um, Mookie. Uh, Eagle Crest. Old school. I told him I'd give him a shout out. He, he posted a a photo of a bunch of fans at Raiders training camp. He's like, oh, man, I wish I was there. And my response was, 
When do they have to go back to jail? <laughs> and he just laughed and then lit it up. We just They're talked on work for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, we just talked up for about 10 minutes, but I told him I'd give him some love. Matt Magruder, you have always given me a, a good conversation within the sports, sir. Uh, go back to jail. It's time to report now. It's time to report. Lockdown! Okay. Cells, lights out. Time for uh, apple juice and bologna sandwiches. No, 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 no. The lights are going to go out after the dugout happens. So, dugout. Dugout. Ass sex or raping? <gasps> Prison style. Now, when you say, well, hold on, when you say ass sex, too much thinking, and then rape, you've already thought about this way too, too much. much. Thinking. Do you want to drop the soap, or catch or the guy drop dropping the, the soap? soap? Huh? 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 One is Flojo. One What's is that teardrop <laughs> for? Flojo. Because uh, I raped Flojo once. Because I raped Flojo. Well, we finally made it on ESPN. Thanks a lot. It's our all-time low. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Jameson or Tullamore Dew? Jameson. John Elway or John Itwistle? I don't Ooh. know who the second one is. French's Mustard or Heinz New Mustard? French's. Heinz New Mustard. Nah. Oh, wow. That's better. I didn't nah. realize that this would become a debate. It's better. It's French's. Heinz. Yeah, you go Heinz ketchup, French's mustard. Well, not anymore. <laughs> now it's all Heinz. You used to go Heinz mustard all the goddamn time. You walk into a diner, go. It's like the same. Eventually, the mustard's gonna come out. They shoot a commercial. You're in it. You don't even know you're in it until it comes out three years later. You're like this and mustard then, is making me thirsty. Yeah, Heinz mustard. Nope. No. Ballparks or Nathan's? Nathan's. Nathan's are good. Hebrew Nationals or Muslims? <laughs> <laughs> Muslim hot dogs. <laughs> From the oh, season right. that don't even eat pork, Hebrew, let alone Hebrew pray Nationals or ISIS? <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, ISIS, the terror organization, or ISIS, the band that opened for Tool many times? Before right, ISIS was a thing. Except them. And they had to change their name. I, I, believe, uh, it's, it's, it's I, believe, it's, I, I believe we thought of a better uh, band name, which was NYC 9-11. We thought of a lot of them. Like, uh, Columbine Shooting was our next name. Um, uh, next one here. Don't be mad. Walked into a theater with Batman showing and shot people. Well, that's a hipster band name. That's what they do with band it's, names. They do really long names. Uh, Jess, little Jessica in a well. That's it. That's a good name for a band. Well, just, Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Baby Jessica? Alright, here we go. Right, let's keep the Lindbergh baby. No, no. <laughs> Princess Di wrapped around a concrete pole. Oh. Huh? With her rich uh, Middle Eastern boyfriend. Sunny Bonos, missing some trees. Ski bows and horses and hitting some trees. Huh? Wait, uh, I know that. What is that? Eminem. Let's, let's do... Uh, Thank you for joining us in shooting the gap. Farts. That was a Mickey. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!